up, everybody, man? Welcome to the ADHD podcast. We are back with, man, what episode is this? I don't know what episode I'm on now. What Hold episode up. are you on, bro? What episode am I on? You got a nice I'm catalog a... on, bro. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm trying to keep it, trying to keep the consistency, man. Trying know? to keep the consistency. Episode 10, man. We 10 episodes in. And um, yeah, man, I'm back with uh, my guy, Sonny Trill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Came back uh, to the uh, podcast. And actually, man, we might as well go ahead and put it out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sonny, man, is going to be joining me full time on the podcast, man. Yes, He's going to officially be the co-host. Uh, we finna get, get things rocking, man. Might have to rebrand this thing now. Can't just be ADHD with Tramiel James if it's got Sonny Trill, too. Man, I, got, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's a good name, though, because mm-hmm. it, it fits us, I think, you know? Yeah, so. man. So it's good to have you entangled. All with right, the I, podcast. I appreciate this entanglement. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. Speaking of entanglements. Oh man. I'm the, ready. The story, the story of the other week, right? It's, it's no way, man, if you have any sort of media platform, you can go without talking about this shit. So you have you have to address this. Um, I think it's an important conversation, you know, for people that you know are involved in relationships or people that have been. It's just a good conversation to have. Um, but I'm going to just come out and say it. Um, accountability is the word for the day. <laughs> the word and of the day, man. I, I just, from watching it, I watched it twice just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh-huh. Um, I just, I don't know how you feel. I just don't feel like Jada really took accountability. Nah, she didn't, man. And for those of you who don't know, and if you don't know, I'm pretty sure that you live under a rock or you just really just don't care about... Uh, <laughs> about about any of this of this beef which uh not i mean it ain't beef it's drama which uh i mean i don't really care either there's more important stuff going on in the world but hey the shit is funny so yeah. if it's funny i'm gonna talk about it Absolutely. um august alcina man in the middle of his album rollout decided to come out and say that uh long story short he was banging jada pickett they was in a full-blown relationship mm. and uh yeah man she she dropped him got back with her hubby um he said that he had will's blessing <laughs> for the relationship right um uh, and here recently what was that two days ago two that days ago, two days ago. Was yeah that yeah Friday? yeah i think i think so something like that jada, yeah jada came out she admitted to it uh they did not admit that will gave the blessing but she said she she sees that how he can got it get it misconstrued or whatever and, and mm-hmm. think that it was it was <laughs> he had blessings but he didn't <laughs> so uh and me me and me, me and sonny man we were sitting here we were talking about the the whole <laughs> the situation as a whole man and uh me being the the level-headed uh guy out of all of my friends i'm gonna say uh i hate all you women <laughs> i hate all of y'all bro y'all are wilding on the internet Y'all oh are wilding. God. Oh my God. Where to start? Where to start? Where to start? Accountability. The, Accountability. the key word in all of this. <laughs> Bro, I've never seen someone Harlem shake around a topic the way Jada Pickett did. She, she was dancing around that shit and she used words like entanglement. You was good at it though. Oh, I, I'm not even going to lie. She was for a second. Like, again, I had to watch it twice <laughs> because she had me fooled the first time. Like mm-hmm. the way she was able to maneuver around her to say, "Yeah, I, I, I had a relationship." With oh, she, she, she took slide all around oh, this one, boy, man. and I'm using words like entanglement and and entanglement. situation. Like, oh, come on, man, call it what it is. Y'all was fucking. 
Yeah, I was, I was, I was hurting, and I wanted to feel good. You know, I wanted to feel good. Why, 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 why we can't get that off as men? Oh no, it's no, <laughs> bro, bro. You know how many times that was the case? I couldn't come out and say that, bro. Right? Like, no, what, what planet can we live on where we do that? You can't. I can't never give it up like that. You know, and I, and like I said, that was that was my issue with with the whole thing. It's like, bro. Mind you, this is this is her her son's friend. It's how they were introduced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Will would have befriended Willow's friend and had a relationship with her, and then kicked it to the side, like, bro. Oh, counsel, especially if she had like a history of mental bro, health it issues. Would, it, exactly, the bad boys four would never happen, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's done, bro. No more bad boys, bro. No more nothing. And um, I just yeah, bro, I just accountability again um she she was really she she used her her awareness of self in my yeah. opinion to kind of smooth over the fact that i mean that that's that's toxic women's go-to though yeah like like how many like how many toxic ass women you know talk about that growth and oh that was my personal journey like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but you completely disregard whoever life you fuck up in the process yeah yeah. Completely disregard. Yeah, so that, that was the issue I had with it too, man. It was a lot of it was a lot of shucking and jiving around the, the questions, man. And like you said, man, just completely disregard that. Like this was your son's friend who he brought into your family because he was having some issues with his own family. We and all not know. to mention, Will is also has a a relationship with him. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. So you take your your son's <laughs> friend who who stand with you guys to get his life right, and and you put that that whammy jammy on him. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> kick him to the curve, which cannot be good for his mental health. No, I, I really think it's I really think it's taking a toll on him. Um, yeah. Um, he just didn't. Even in the, I, I watched an interview with him and Angela Yee, and he just he didn't look all that great. I mean, of yeah. course, you know, uh, promoting an album, but he just he didn't look like he was in the, the best mental space. Um, yeah. So again, I'm I'm pretty sure from, from what I from what I got from this, I'm pretty sure this happened a few years ago. Yeah, yeah, it did. Um, because the way they were able to just sit down and calmly talk about it, you can tell that some time it went by. Both parties had time to heal. Yeah. Will was just, oh, okay, you did that. Then would I? I pray to God I reach a level of peace that Will Smith. <clears throat> <laughs> pardon me, pardon me, shit. Um, oh God, bro, the man just sat there and just took it on the chin, bro. Yeah, his poker face wasn't good though, man. I've seen that face. I've made the faces he was making. Like, <laughs> this is a this is an old wound, bro. Like, this is something that's that stings to talk about. Yeah. And his little joking around it, like I, I joke like that too when, when my okay. ego hurt. You know what I'm saying? So like, nah. His, so how would you like put yourself in? In his like you at the table and that's you. Okay. How would you have reacted to it? It'd be a whole lot of fuck out of here. Like I'm just <laughs> honestly, honestly, a whole lot of fuck out of here. Like, come on, like you're not answering my question. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you're you're I mean, and and if I'm will, I'm also asking her, yo, how do you feel about how that may have made August feel? Right. Personally, you know what I'm saying? Right. That, that's that's how I'm looking at it, because I mean at the end of the day. He was taken advantage of. He, yeah. he was completely taken advantage of. And I see a lot of women on social media talking about some, oh, they were separated. Anything goes in separation. Listen, we're not judging 
the construct of their marriage. No. Like whatever goes on between them is their business. But if something comes to the light, how they address it, you know what I'm saying? That's between them. Yeah. But sh- she never acknowledges the fact that, yo, you hurt somebody in the process. Yeah. Like, you, you, you fucked that kid's head up. And, and and that was that was my my issue with it, you know. If if anybody that's familiar with August's past, um, you, you know he he hasn't had the best relationship with his mother. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jada comes off as a very motherly figure. Mm-hmm. So it's it's it makes sense why he gravitated to her the way he did. Yeah, um, and also if I'm not if I'm not remembering wrong, uh, I think he's he's taking care of his brother's kids because his brother passed his away, brother, right? His brother was murdered, yes. Yeah, he was murdered. So, um, yeah, it's just, this this dude has been dealing with a lot, you know, so after his initial success in the industry. It's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And for someone like Jada, who's obviously mature and older and has been through her own thing, I feel like she should have recognized that. And I, I don't think that's getting talked about. It. I, I think, I, I wish that would have got brought up um, yeah. in the conversation. I think they should have touched on that a little bit more. I would have felt more comfortable with the entire conversation had there been more, you know, acknowledgement of, hey, look, this is somebody that's, you know, going through it because of, you know, what I did. They mm. they look like they just laughing about it. I, I thought that was kind of yeah, funny. yeah. It was kind of it was kind of shady, man. Yeah, it was kind of shady. It was kind of shady. You know, I, I I didn't like that because I'm sure, like I said, they've moved forward, um, obviously, and they're they're doing all right, and mm. you know, somebody left behind and they you know trying to pick up the pieces i i i, I wasn't rocking with that bro it just yeah, yeah I, man. I wasn't. how do you think Jaden feels i've been thinking about that I, too. I, I thought about that i thought about that i think uh i mean for both the kids jayden and willow it's embarrassing yeah, yeah. It, it, it's embarrassing um now whatever they do going forward that's gonna be a, a question in interviews yeah um, it, it's it's cringeworthy bro i just i don't i don't like it that shit's messy like, as hell, if, man. You know, one of my parents is messing with one of my friends. Like, yeah. Oh, it's just weird, bro. You know what that, I'm saying? That's like, hella messy. I, I didn't like it, bro. It's like, yeah, I just don't like the situation, bro. It's just, I don't know. And in the way women are defending it, I don't think they're looking at every angle of the situation. So There's, yeah, a lot of a lot of it is hurt women too, though. We gotta understand. Yeah, that. yeah, it, it'd, it'd be a the broken that you're talking haven't about. Haven't healed from their past situations, so when they see something like this, it resonates with them, and they think, yeah, well, we get cheated on all the time, so y'all deserve this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Which is toxic, man. Like, and we gotta stop that. Like, like we're so tribalistic, man. Like, I don't even know yes. what the word. We're so tribal. Um, with our thinking, bro. Like every time something comes out, like people are so quick to like bash the other side instead of looking at things objectively because honestly mm-hmm. i fought august too like i and the, re- the main reason i fought august is because bro don't release this information in the middle of an album rollout like how long how long ago was this you know what i'm saying but when you drop an it's album weird. yeah that's when you bring it up yeah yeah so so don't get me wrong that that's some that's some clown shit on august part and i know he has his, his mental uh his mental health issues, but clearly he's not so unstable where he can't hold on to it for a while. Yeah. So yeah. no, nah, yeah, he's, he's aware of what he's doing. For sure. For sure. He's for sure. Aware of what he's doing. But um, I do I, think he was damaged. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um I, I he was on Twitter arguing with uh Kiki Palmer. Oh yeah, I saw that. I saw that. out. Like that's you know, he hurt right now, you know. Mm-hmm. He's in the mm-hmm. media for you know something he don't want to be in the media for. I haven't even listened to the album, I'm gonna be hundred percent honest. 
Yeah, I haven't even yet. I downloaded it, but I haven't listened to it yet. Did you? So and that's what I'm saying. Now it's a huge distraction from your music. I don't think anybody's. I don't. I don't know. I, I know I haven't checked for the music at all. It's just this situation. So now yeah. you're taking away from your art, your craft, and this is what you got to deal with. Like I said, every interview you go to, you're gonna want to know about this. Not so yeah. Your work and your art. So. Yeah. Another uh, issue I have with it too, man, is it, it takes uh, the attention off the shit that's important right now. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's going on in the world, man. The cops that murdered Breonna Taylor still haven't been arrested. Absolutely. But now you've shifted the focus of half the culture to this shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. And like I said, it creates a divide between us. And that's that was my thing a few weeks ago when it was, you know, a lot of black men and black women were going back and forth with each other. You yeah. Know, um, you know, uh, black men not, you know, doing enough to protect black women. And um, while I do agree at to certain parts of that statement, I just... At the end of the day, it, it creates a divide and it's counterproductive to what we're trying to do as a culture. Yeah. So unless we're going to come together and have, you know, a, a constructive conversation about how we can move forward and heal in our community, the arguing back and forth is just unnecessary, you know? Yeah. And, and part of my problem with that, too, man, and maybe you can help me out with this, is I I, I can't relate. Like, I, I don't know any men who don't support Black women, like, to the fullest and don't respect yeah. Black women. So... When I see women say stuff like this on social media and online or whatever, um, I personally think they're crazy, but I also understand that that just be, may be my circle or how I was brought up. Yeah. So I don't see much of the other side. So I don't well, know what I the had, fuck I they're had talking to make about. That same, no, no, I had, I had to make that that that, that same. Um, I thought about that. Um, you know, I, I always brag about the type of circle that we have. We have a really good core, core group of friends and family. Mm-hmm. Um, but two, we got to think, you know, there are certain, or well, a lot of women that unfortunately aren't, you know, able to be around people like that. And there are a lot of shady people out there. So I, I looked at that too. I, okay. I thought about that too. So maybe in their experience, that's what they went through, which is why I'm willing to listen and um and hear them out. But it's so hard, what, me, like you said, it's hard to directly relate to it when you're not, when you haven't experienced it. So at what at what point, man, and let me know if I'm out of line here, because I mean, I'm not perfect and I say fucked up shit sometimes, but I don't mean this in a fucked up way. I really want to know. So at what, how can I say this? At what point is it you as a person, is it is it up to you to decide the type of people you deal with? And I'm gonna give you my reason for saying this. Okay. So I'm pretty, so I, I know a young lady, I know a few young ladies actually, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure we all do, who it just seems like they always gravitate towards the shitheads. Mm-hmm. Like the guys who are just straight up assholes, don't give a fuck. They not really doing shit with their life. They just out for some pussy and that's it. And then they they choose to fall in love with these scamming right. niggas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I already know the type. <laughs> yeah, and then they turn around and bash all men. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And like the one friend that I was speaking about in particular, gorgeous young lady, very smart. Um, but she, the, her taste in men is trash. Like mm-hmm. it is trash. Uh, so I've even tried to hook her up with some nicer fellas, you know what I'm saying? But she, she doesn't like them. Like she thinks it's boring. Like she, they, I, I, they don't have something that she's looking for. Right. So at this point, I feel like she targets toxic dudes. Right. So, um, I, I, so I think at that point, you, you really have to be self-aware and look at what's inside of you. Mm-hmm. It, it's the reason you gravitate towards a certain, you know, group of individuals for whatever reason. Um, 
I never think it's a coincidence. If you're constantly um, going at, going through bad guy after bad guy after bad guy, or 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 female, you really yeah. gotta look inside yourself and figure out what is it about me that I keep attracting these type of these types of individuals. Um, low self esteem can be can be a culprit. Um, yeah, some true. women, as beautiful as they are, as as intelligent and 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 um, they just don't feel like they they deserve better. Yeah, and it is. It's. I've seen it, you know, in college and stuff. I've seen beautiful women just fall for these guys that are just terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I really think it has a lot to do with. I'm not saying they're bad people, but um, some psychologically has to be wrong where they 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 just that's that's just who they choose to be around. Yeah, insecurities. Know? Yeah. Yeah, insecurities. Um, I even thought about like you know, kind of looping it back to Jada. Like, <laughs> and this is gonna sound fucked up, but whatever, man. I, I think Why? I know where you're going. But go ahead. Why August? She's Jada Pickett Smith, bro. Like, if you're really separated from Will Smith, which I don't believe, by the way, I don't think they was fucking separated. I think they're PR gurus, but that's a conversation for another yeah, time. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> they, know. they know what to say. But why August? You know what I'm saying? Like, she could literally have any man on the planet, and like, and I'm not trying to shit on August, but clearly, like, we've known that his mental stability hasn't been there for a while. Right. Like, he was wilding out years ago yeah. uh, on some random shit. So it's just like, the look I seen in Will's face was, bitch, you did this. I oh, yeah. You, I told you not to do oh, it. I, to, no. I told you. You know but you what? did I it anyway. Jada likes, I think Jada likes street dudes, bro. Mm. I, I really think Jada likes street dudes, bro. Um, You look at, you know, she always talks about her love for Pac. That's real. To this That's day, real. she loves That's Pac. Real. And Pac wasn't that stable either. He wasn't. He yeah. wasn't. Pac was all over the place. And, you know... I don't think people really um, key in on like Pac's childhood and his upbringing. Mm-hmm. You know, even though Pac went to a really good school, um, you know, his mother was on drugs. Uh, he moved to Oakland. He he's he's seen a lot in his childhood too. So yeah. I'm pretty sure he had some things he dealt with. You know, I'm glad I don't you think said that. that a lot, but I, I think she's attracted to the street dude. Believe it or not, I'm glad you said that. That brings up a good point, man. Uh, the people who are addicted to trying to put together broken people. I'm, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. I picked up on something that she did mm-hmm. or she didn't do actually. She mm-hmm. she mentioned that um she tried, she likes projects, right? Yeah, she yeah, yeah. People that are, are broken, she mm-hmm. likes to try to fix them. And mm-hmm. she said that that has a lot to do with what I dealt with in the past, but she didn't go in depth about what she meant by that. Okay. So I, I really wish they would have went and, and, and talked about that. Like, mm-hmm. why do you feel like you need to fix people? What happened to you in your past that made you like this now? And it, they, like I said, they, they just didn't, they didn't, they didn't go deep enough for me, bro. Twelve yeah, minutes. Which they wouldn't. They wouldn't. I, I didn't expect, I'm surprised they went as deep as they did. I thought they were just going to laugh it off and be like, nah, that's some bullshit. Be I real still feel like they just laughed that shit off. Like, we got yeah. to say something now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like their hand was forced, but. Yeah, but that that yeah, that's something has to be said to that man, because that that is I don't know if I want to call it an insecurity, but that is something off in the mental area when you feel like you have to fix broken people. For one, it's egotistical, like because clearly something's not right with you if you feel like that's all you have to offer, like that's all you want to do. So, um, and, and I know men and women like that. You know what I'm saying? That that are are are. They gravitate more towards people who are naturally broken and they try to, right. you know, help them come up, man. And then 
sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Right. But that says more to me about the person trying to do the fixing than it does the person that needs to be fixed. Absolutely. No, no, I, I agree 100%. And um, I, like I said, I just wish, I don't know, I wish the conversation would have talked about, because I, I watched I watched when Will was on the red table or red couch, whatever it was, mm-hmm. and they really went in depth about his past and his upbringing. And it, it really um, explained why he is the way he is today, even as far as how he approaches being a father. And so mm-hmm. you when you when you when you talk about people's past a lot, you really get a, a really good understanding of, you know, why they are the way they are now. I just I, I don't know much about Jada's past. And mm-hmm. I feel like if we would have touched on that, I don't know, maybe we could have understood her thought process and why she went after somebody like August. Yeah, I mean, because it, it typically tells you everything you know you need you yeah. think you need to know about a person. Because I mean, I know me me personally you know, growing up, uh, we didn't have a lot of money. Like we wasn't like in the projects, but man, we weren't far. Right. <laughs> so, uh, so like as an adult, I'm cheap. I'm cheap. Like it don't matter how much money I got in my account. I don't like spending it. Bruh, <laughs> I grew up the same way. Like I don't, well rappers say I spent 4,000 on the shirt. Are you serious? Like I'm looking at shirt $20. I'll be like, oh, if I can get a $17 one. Yeah, I'm right, going. right. Like, yeah, I just, it, like I said, your upbringing has a lot to do with who you are as a person, and I, I just—I don't know—I really wanted to know more about Jada's past a little bit. I know it, it, I'm not, it's not my business. I know that, but if that's what the red table is, that's where people come and they—they they open up. Mm-hmm. I wish she would have opened up a little bit more so I could get a better understanding. Because right now, I just look at her like kind of predatorial a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah for I, sure. I did what I did, but I went back to my husband. I, it wasn't ever that. That's what—that's what it came off as. Like, yeah. I wanted to feel good. He was younger. A lot of older women do that. They they go after the young dudes to feel young again. After I did what I did, I went back to my husband. He tried to get attached. I kicked him to the curb. Yeah, which is fucked up. Like, yeah. and, and and let's keep it let's keep it a hundred, man. And I'm not calling to counsel Jada like at all because I, I I really don't believe in counsel culture. But if yeah. if Will had done this same thing, if, yeah, if right. Willow. Brought, brought a friend over that was mentally broken, going through whatever at home. And then Will's trying to help this kid out. And the next thing you know, Will's smashing. And then Will just kicks her to the curb. Yes. We will be counseling the fuck out of Will Smith. There would be no bad boys for him. <laughs> <laughs> we, we would never see Mike Lowry's son and him. <laughs> it's done, bro. Like, Man. we wouldn't get that movie anymore, bro. I, but again, like you said, had it been Will... This would have been a totally different conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I know they said that, you know, Will, Will has done his thing in the past too. But yeah, I'm pretty sure it wasn't with like some kid, you know what I mean? Some broken kid. And, well, and then it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, public, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If Will really smashed that many chicks or did whatever, you never heard a peep from any of these women, you know? All that happened behind closed doors like a marriage is supposed to do, you know? Women, let me put, let me give y'all a game. I'm gonna give y'all a game, women. This is something that men have known for years. But since y'all trying to step into this rim, let me help y'all out. Never fuck with a nigga who ain't got shit to lose. Period. Period. That's why that's that's why I'm saying why August? Why August? Like you get you someone who has some something to lose. And this none of this happens. None of us know about it. That's it. At all, bro. At all, none of this happens if, if she messes with somebody like that. Yeah, and, yeah. And like I said, I just it's it's uh, not trying to knock August. I promise I'm not. But it's like, 
come on, bro. August, bro, like. Uh, you don't, man. you don't, you don't fuck with a nigga who puts pictures of himself in his underwear on on social media. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, bro. He, he has nothing to be shameful of. Not nothing, bro. He a kid, you know. Yeah, yeah, course, yeah. Like, I'm putting myself in August shoes. I'm pretty sure he thought, oh my god, this is Jada Pinkett. Yeah, I'm for sure. And I can't tell my friends, like, sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's been waiting years to get his props on this. Oh yeah, bro. He's been wanting to say this shit for years, bro. And yeah. he finally saw the opportunity. He had an album roll out. Let me just go ahead and say it. Fuck it. <laughs> oh man, I'm hating. I can sell too. some records too at the same time. Bet, like, let's do it. I'm hating. I'm big hating. We play broken real quick. Nah, just... <laughs> <laughs> I need help. I need help. My life fucked up. Man, bro, what's the Ayana? What's her name? <laughs> yeah, Look, man, there, bro, we need help. Bro. I, you know, I ain't worried though. I, 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 if this album don't do well, bro, oh my god. <laughs> it's been out for. I, I want to check the numbers on that shit. It's been out I for need, a week. I, I need to check the numbers on it, bro. Cause if it's, if he did all of this and this album don't do well, bro, oh my god. <laughs> 21,000 copies. It was awesome. <laughs> it was, oh, you you better have a couple million streams after this, bro. Because, I mean, what else do you need? You got that you smashed Jayla. You, now the world know you smashed Kiki. So exactly. it's like, exactly. so it's like if niggas ain't listening now, bro. I, they I not listening now, bro. If you ain't got enough content now, bro. <laughs> bro I'm such a rap, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. And I hate to be that guy, bro. But I know how the music industry work, bro. Like, yeah. if, they don't, if they don't, nah, bro. It may be a rap, G. And it sucks because he ain't got to do that. Like, August is actually talented, man. I like, mess with it. I, I, I mess with his music, bro. That's the crazy yeah. part. And it's like, mm-hmm. but you know what? Then again, you know. A lot of times these label heads, I mean, this is this is what they do. They tell you to sell, you know, controversy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some artists buy into it and they do they do what they do. Other artists, you know, tell the label, you know, fuck you, and they they do their own thing. But it's yeah. just, man, it's just a nasty game, bro. It's, <laughs> it's a nasty game, bro. Like, if, if I gotta sell out like that, bro, or give it up like that, bro, I don't, I don't want the shit, bro. I'm sorry. It's so what you're saying is we we never gonna hear any juicy drama on a Sunny Trill uh, debut. I'm not gonna hear nothing. From <laughs> not finna hear shit, bro. Like oh man, no, bro, this is not worth it, bro. Like why, why? You know what I'm saying? Cause it, cause I always felt like once you once you enter in that controversy realm in the music industry, bro, you gotta keep doing that. It's no like oh all right, I did that for this album. Let me go and refocus and put out some. Nah, yeah, yeah. Bro, on that train, bro, you gotta ride that month. Like, yeah, I feel like, uh, well, actually, man, one of my favorite rappers suffers from that, man. Uh, the game, I feel man. like the game makes quality fucking hip hop, bro. But he's he's such a fucking goof, man. Like, the nigga I think he got desperate. I, I think he got desperate and he, and he took the bait. He took the. I don't. I think a lot of art, especially like game, that are you know are lyrical and have content, they get impatient. You know. Yeah. They think, oh, I gotta keep up with the younger kids and the trends. It's like nah, because a lot of you you artists like game have have core core fan bases. Yeah, huge core fan bases. Yeah, and I think sometimes they 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 get um they get blinded by what they see in the media and how things look. Yeah, it's, it's you know they think these artists are just really doing these big things and it's really smoking mirrors. Yeah. So they get desperate and then they they do goofy stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Which he's been doing some 
I, I, I kind of lost respect for him when a nigga posted underwear selfies online too. So it's just like, bro, why, bro? Like you're the, you're the, you're 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 a rap superstar, bro. You don't have to beg for pussy. No, you don't have to do that, bro. <laughs> like do that. One of my favorite artists, Kendrick Lamar. Like you, when the last time you even seen this man, bro? Does he even have social media? He does. He he has it, but he's never on it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like he's never the, the, on it, like. But I guarantee you, if Kendrick dropped today, it's gonna sell like that. Like, oh, it's gonna fly off the shelf. I mean, yeah. hell, Jay Z don't even have Instagram. Yeah. Like, For example, like you don't have to give it up like this, like they tell you to. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to do all this stuff, bro. It's it's. I never degrade myself just for the sake of music. If it gets to that point, I'd rather just fall back. Like, why? Yeah, yeah. No, you I know? feel it. I mean, social media is something you, you just naturally can't keep up with anyway. Like, you can't. you'll never win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the trend changes every year, it seems like. Now, I remember, like, I used to really keep up with Instagram and try to, like, you know, drive traffic to my page and stuff like that, man. But now, like, I really don't give a fuck. Like, I, no, it, I mean, with the algorithms and all, it, it's, no. It's, yeah. It's, it's stupid. The fact that I have to try and calculate an algorithm for for a social, it, it's that's stupid. So there's a, a mathematical way <laughs> to try and get attention that's stupid to me yeah man i think uh the latest thing i heard was um watching stories without skipping it so if you just let stories play on your phone it moves your post to the top are you serious yeah i don't know if that that's been patched yet but that's that's what it was at least a couple of months ago and it's just like um <laughs> nah i ain't got time for that shit. yeah it's not that serious bro like i don't Music is weird now, bro. Like, it you can't even just sit back and create anymore and just organically put it out. And just it's got to be all these little tricks and things you gotta learn. Like even from what I'm learning, like I, I post certain things at certain times of the day and the numbers shoot. Mm-hmm. I post it at this time of day, twenty thirty likes. Like yeah, yeah. It's stupid. If something is dope or, or or it's good, it should be seen by everybody. Like, it's just weird, bro. I don't understand it. I don't see why they moved away from just like chronological posts. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't get that either. But that- I lost your audio, bro. Yo, yo, yo! I think we lost you. What you yeah. think about uh, that NBA bubble, though? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So for the listeners, man, if y'all know the NBA is is coming back for the same season or whatever. Uh, <laughs> the AU tournament. <laughs> it's a fucking AU. It's a fucking August, whatever. I would have been fine with just, I would have been fine with them just, you know, moving on to next year, having a draft and all that. I feel bad for these kids waiting to get drafted. I, yeah, I, I, I thought about, I, you know, it's funny. I forgot about the draft. I'm like, yeah. wait a kids that declare, like, what are they doing right now? Draft was supposed to be last month, I think. Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's. But anyway, so the, all the teams are they've gone to Disney World, staying in Orlando uh, at resorts, and it's so funny, man. You follow them on Instagram, and they're all acting like they're going to do a bid, like. Yeah. They are posting a video. They drop bag lunches at their door, and like they all like stuck their head out the door and was like waving at each other, but they couldn't like. Interact with each other. Yeah, yeah. Like, bro. So again, we talked about what's going on right now, right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. 
is. So let's let's just paint a picture real quick. So you mean to tell me we shuffle black athletes <laughs> on this small little area in Florida? A lot of mm-hmm. plantations in Florida, right? Right. All for the sake of entertainment. <laughs> oh shit! I need to think about it that way, bros. Putting their safety at risk, right? Mm-hmm. At the same time, all for the sake of money and entertainment. This, if this don't sound like a plantation, bro, I don't know. Now, I'm not. I know I'm being a little dramatic. I mean, it's obviously they're free, and you know they're not being beaten on. But just look at what they're doing, all for the sake of entertainment. Nah, it, it gives you selling nigga vibes. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like put put them on display. Yeah, no, nah, I, yeah. I get it. I get it. So here's my thing, man. Like when I saw Kyrie speaking out against it, man. Like at first, I I kind of was like. I thought Kyrie was being a pussy, I'm gonna be honest. But yeah, those moments. Yeah, but I think it was Avery Bradley who was like, nah, what Kyrie really means is like there's shit that really needs attention in this country right now. Mm-hmm. And basketball ain't that. Yeah. And it's like when he said it that way, I'm like, nah, that makes sense. Cause yeah, you, you do throw the NBA back up. I'm pretty sure a percentage of your protesters, like it goes down. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, it's almost like you're distracting them from the real issue. So I, I get that. But yeah, I didn't even think about man the whole <laughs> stack all them dudes up inside Disney I'm World, like, man, and I'm put them on like, display. <laughs> like this don't don't look the best in my right. eyes. It just you know what I'm saying. And I, I like I, I seen that they were um you know they're gonna allow players to uh, wear like you know slogans on their back that represent like and that how do I say this is cool and all, bro. It's cute. It's cute. Yeah. There's nothing like we didn't ask for any of this. Like that's mm-hmm. putting a slogan on somebody's jersey is not gonna arrest those officers that killed Breonna Taylor. Exactly. Exactly. It it does nothing. You know, it does nothing for systemic racism whatsoever. We've been we've been chanting these slogans and 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 things for years. Right. Change is nothing at the end of the day. You just right. want to you know feel better about starting up the league. I just, I don't I don't rock with it, bro. This is. I think it's bullshit, bro. Like, yeah, and I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, man. Like, I, <laughs> I really don't care to watch basketball games without a crowd, which is something I never thought I would say. But, I mean, when I think about it, man, like, what is the excitement level gonna be like with like no fans? It's it, it's gonna look like a a, a scrimmage or one. You, you ever watch it? No, I ain't, I can't even say the NBA summer league because those games be sold out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, bro, it's just, it, it don't make I sense. Might as well, I might as well just go to Ball is Life on Instagram and just, you know what I'm and saying? Like Highlights, bro. And that's what yeah. I've been doing. I've been cool yeah. with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, I just, I think it's kind of wrong. Like, I, I get the NBA's lost a lot of money, but it's almost August, bro. Like, and y'all trying to yeah. start the end season in the middle of the summer? Why? Yeah. The season well, is I, I do kind of feel bad, like, for the guys, the not big names, right? So, like, yeah. The other 70 guys in the league, you know, yeah. outside of your top players, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, okay, they got to make their money. So I get, which I don't think, because I know that they, they said a lot of those dudes were losing money. I do think they still should have gotten paid as much money as professional sports makes. There should be something, yeah. some kind of pension plan in place to where if the season has to get shut down, do some type of natural disaster well, or global pandemic. They had some paid. type of clause, but apparently every, so a lot of the smaller time guys, they don't, mm. they don't have it to where they get paid full benefits in the event of uh, a pandemic or something like that happening. Gotcha. So I guess like LeBron and a lot of the bigger players had it where they get paid in full, but these guys only get a, a portion of which makes no sense to me. I mean, it's not like any of this is 
in their control. So I feel yeah, like yeah. Hey, but yeah, um, no, I, I agree one hundred percent with that part. Um, but again, I, I feel like that was on the NBA to kind of make good and be honest, you know, good people and just you know give them the money, you know. Yeah, Not yeah, yeah. Like any of this happened. Yeah, know? yeah, and I think that too, man. You you bring the season back when it was regularly scheduled, man. I think that the the hate the health and safety of the players. You know what I'm saying would would be in a much better position than it is right now because you already saw like some dudes are already coming out saying they have it. Like I think they said Jokic has COVID. Yeah, Jokic had COVID. Uh, Dinwiddie got it twice. Dinwiddie Sheesh. was one of the first players in Brooklyn to get tested like back mm. in March or April. Mm. Um, apparently he was fine, um, and then he just tested positive again. So he's yeah. not joining them in Orlando. Um, I, I don't know if you watched the the TBT tournament. They yeah yeah. Send the whole team home because two of their players tested positive. Oh so, shit! Yeah, so you got to think. Let's, God forbid, um, two players get or test positive on on a team. Do you yeah. send that whole team home, or how does that work? Right, right, right. And like, what happens like when you find out? Because if you play four yeah. games at that point, do all four teams get sent home? Like, yeah, that's yeah, weird, man. It's the possibility that you got to think about. So the whole bubble could be, you know. If they don't really have a plan for it, I just I, I don't know. I just think it's I think it's forced. I don't. Um, it's not that serious. I mean, like I said, if you look at the, the schedule, the NBA season would have been over for what the, what a month now. Mm-hmm. So why are we forcing forcing this? Like, I think they could take this time to um, prepare for next season and make it as safe as possible for fans and for the players. Mm-hmm. If they do eventually bring fans back into the mix, and just go from there. Like, why 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 do this? All right, let's get to the shits. Who's going to win it? <laughs> Who's going to win it, man? Who you got? Oh, man. Let's be niggas for a second. <laughs> you know what's crazy? So I, so when I watched the Clippers and Lakers play, right, uh-huh. I said physically they are a lot better than L.A. Mm-hmm. I think L.A. is more skilled. But in the seven-game series with everybody healthy, I just think the Lakers will wear out. But I got a feeling that in this, like, setup, there's going to be a sleeper team that comes out of nowhere, like a Dallas or somebody like that that's going to surprise everybody. I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be a, a twist, you know, in, in, the, in the playoff. What what you think? I, I don't know. I'm glad you like, said that. I'm glad you said that. But yeah. I do – so I, a couple of thoughts, man. Uh, LeBron James – with three months of rest, it's absolutely terrifying, in my opinion. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, him yeah, nigga looks scary, bro. Him, <laughs> AD, I was watching Rondo's workout video the other day. Like, I, I don't think they had a play, man. But even with that being said, I'm even more scared of, you talk about sleeper teams, I'm scared of Zion. Yeah. He was coming off that injury, and I felt that he came back too soon. But now I, I he done had time to rest, work out. I said he looked like he may have dropped a little bit of weight. That's it looked scary. Like he got more muscle. He looked more defined. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. He got that baby fat. Yeah, he yeah. More, yeah, he looked a little scary, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's a good. But you know what though? I always said that Pelicans team could be good when when ha- when they all were in LA. Mm-hmm. I always thought that that was a good young core. I did too. I, I did too. You kept them together. I really and you add Zion and everything. That's that can be a really scary team, bro. Right. Nah. In the next two to three years, they're gonna be a problem. Yeah, I agree, man. 
Yeah. I think a lot of it depends on Lonzo. Uh, I think Lonzo has to find his footing. You know what I'm saying? Um, Cause he he has all the skills, man. He just I, I don't I don't he just one of them dudes, I, I, man. I think just... his dad ruined him, bro. Think so? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I, I when I when I say ruined him, I don't mean by like his parenting. I think it, it comes a time in every man's life where you gotta do your own thing. Yeah, yeah. I think he really went back and forth between do I do my own thing and, and like not listen to my father or do I continue to. And I, I think he, I think he struggled with that. I don't know if you can, you can kind of see it, like sometimes. Yeah, nah, it, it was I telling like to me. By himself. Yeah. As a person and as a player, and, but I, I think going forward, I, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna be good. I think he needed this, like he needed to say, "All right, I'm a man now," you know. I need to yeah. Know, it was know? telling to me when he, uh, he did the interview and he was talking about how the, his, his shoes, like he was, he had to keep an extra pair of the the baller brand shoes because he was ripping through them mid game. Yeah, man, like that. He may be on to something, man. Like, cause they're, they're dad, man. Like, listen, I'm, I'm, I, I'll never knock a man in his kids' lives, but I, I do feel like he, he added a lot of unwanted pressure to Lonzo. Yeah. And I see that he's yeah. falling back a lot with Melo, and I, I do think Melo is gonna thrive when he gets to the league. You know what? You know what? The youngest is always the hard head, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> always, and I, I think that's why he's gonna be the best one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And Melo, like, he, he different, man. Like, I, I've noticed it when they were. Uh, when they were still at Chino Hills and, and just announced that he was going to go overseas. Yeah. And they all went up to the breakfast club. And Melo just, like, didn't give a fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, the, yeah no, no. Yeah. I noticed that, too. He's, and that's why I say he's that, the younger one. He, he don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't, I don't know. None of this. Like, yeah. I just want to hoop. And, I, and, again, like I said, I think that's why he'd be the best one. Like, yeah, what yeah. I've seen, I mean, he's, he looks stronger than than. than, than this so low, low uh-huh. key. Um, he got a sneaky athleticism that I think people don't realize he has. I, I just, I don't know. His game just looks more put together. Yeah, it's more polished, man. And he, yeah. um, the thing that stands out most to me about uh, Lamelo is his his decision making, not just with passing, but he's very decisive on his drives. The mm-hmm. way he finishes, if he decides to finish, the way he passes, like he has a different. He's one of those those rare players, man, who can really control the flow of the game. He's got and, a really good grasp. Like, yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I see it in Bronny too. When I watch Bronny play, I see the same thing. Bronny's a prime example. I, yeah. that's, that's actually a really, really good example. He understands. Yeah, yeah. He 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 just some some kids, man, just kind of be on another level with it, man. And yeah, I remember watching a clip of Bronny in eighth grade drive baseline, fake a spin back to the middle, and then go back and do the MJ fadeaway. And I'm just like, that's an advanced move for a fucking eighth grader. You know what's crazy? I know you play AAU like I did. Is, uh-huh. it, is it just me, or are these kids way more advanced? Oh, man, bro, light what? years. Light years ahead of where we... Bro, bro you got sixth graders, like, dunking like it's a, the dunk contest, bro. Like, what the hell? I watched a video. Uh, what's what's the what's the little skinny kid they compare to KD? He just committed to Michigan State. Oh man, he. Oh, I know you're talking about the LeBron skin like, kid. The 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 package he had, bro. He the jab step. He just has a complete scoring package, bro. I'm yeah, like, it's like Imani or something like Imani that. Imani yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, his yeah, yeah. Good example. Yeah, because he's he's going to the tenth grade, right? I I think yeah, he's going. He's he, yeah. He'll, oh, tenth or eleven. I think he'll be a sophomore or junior, but still. 
Yeah. Game is just complete. Like, how do you just have this scoring package? Yeah, yeah. It's mature. Like, it's very yeah. mature. Like, it's it's he he doing stuff that you normally don't do until you realize athleticism ain't gonna get you everywhere. Yo, I think we're losing Sonny again. We'll be doing a lot of editing on this podcast. Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, my bad, I'm saying move. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, yeah. I, I already figured out how to edit this this episode a lot, but <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, yeah, but nah, these these kids, man, they have a game that's like super mature, man. It's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So um, it's looking like like football, it might be on schedule. Yeah. Um, I saw uh. What was it? They're gonna start training camp a little late. They still, they still shooting for July. I believe so. Um, I think that's that's all still in the works, man. I, I've seen a couple of college teams have actually um, dropped out. I've seen another couple of college teams are only doing um, they're only doing conference play. No, no conference. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be interesting to say the least. I, I yeah, I don't know. Um, hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, who's going to a football game? I don't want to be around fucking a hundred thousand people. Seven. I'm not going around nobody. Yeah. I'm beyond stadiums. All that's that's a wrap for me. But I I enjoy. I really like college football a lot. Yeah. Um, So I would, you know, I I like those non-conference schedules, like in the beginning of the year, those big games. But I mean, for the safety, I I understand it. But I, I I need my football, bro. I, I love basketball. It's crazy. I, I love playing basketball more, but I gotta watch my football, bro. I, <laughs> I Sundays, I, I Saturday, I cannot have my football, bro. You know what's crazy is um, in 2016 I boycotted football, and I, I just ended my boycott uh, this past season uh, for the NFL. Okay. And I took so much time off from watching it, bro. I don't. I'm not even thirsty for it like I used to be. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's like. If I catch it, I catch it. But if I don't, I'm not fucked up with it. Unless, I, you know, I will try to watch playoff games. I did try to watch the big matchups. But if I'm not as pressed as I used to be. Like, it used to be, man, like, yo, don't call me. Right. <laughs> don't call me on Sunday. <laughs> just just don't call me. Like, you right. can come over here because I'll be on the grill. Right. I had a game going. But if you're not here to watch the game with me, like, don't bother me, please. Yeah. Now, you so, know what? I, I think – um. I get excited with the black quarterbacks, like if Mahomes playing or or, mm. or or Lamar playing. I gotta watch. I so, as, so, so, how do you feel about uh, your hometown Chicago Bears not liking black quarterbacks? <laughs> uh, I said this. I, you know what though? I've said this for years. I've always said the Bears never want to take a black quarterback. I've always said that. I've because if you look at any any any. NFL scout would have told you when Mahomes, I'm sorry, when uh, uh, Deshaun and Trubisky were in the draft, mm-hmm. no one would have ever picked Mr. Trubisky. I don't, on, on paper, it, it was a terrible decision. If you looked at the combine, Deshaun was obviously the better pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the them not taking him and then seeing what he's doing with the Texans, it's a no-brainer. You should have took him. Um, Yo. Another prime example, this offseason, we could have got Cam. For yeah, God. that's what I was about nothing. to talk about. We could have got camp for nothing. Yes. We, and, and, and got a, a, a false. So when you have these, these these black quarterbacks out here who have talent 
and we just don't even give it a look, what else can it be? I don't the if you the climate of the NFL is changing where you need a, a mobile quarterback. The black quarterback is almost your prototype quarterback in the NFL, right? Yeah, exactly. And you don't you don't give Cam a shot? Like, no, nah, bro. It's, and Cam it's literally said he wanted to come to Chicago. He literally said that. So I, I just knew I knew Cam was coming to the shot. Like, I, I just knew it. Like, I was like, damn, man, I'm about to figure something out because I'm going to watch Cam play if he come up bro, here. No, no. I I, I would have watched it. I would have watched it. I, yeah. I, I had a jersey and everything, bro. And it, yeah. I, just, I don't get it, bro. It don't, it don't make sense. And I, if you think about it, he fits our system. The things sure. that we're trying to do on offense, like, Damn, it just went mute again. There you go. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, that 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 fucked me up a lot. Uh, and then seeing that. And then he went to the Patriots. Dog, the only team I hate in sports, bro. Well, the team I hate the most in sports. I don't know how. I don't know how to feel, bro. I don't know how to feel. I uh. Oh. I decided, man. This this how this how I'm taking the season on with Cam, man. I hope Cam. Balls the fuck out. I do too. Gets them to the playoffs. Maybe make a little playoff run. And then the Falcons win it all. And then Cam leave the fucking. <laughs> and then Cam ditches the Patriots at the end of the season. Had that year to show motherfuckers like, hey, man, I'm still the MVP. Yeah. At the end of the day, I'm still the MVP. I had one of the greatest seasons ever, a quarterback. Like, put some respect to my fucking name and pay me. And I hope <laughs> he dips the fuck out of uh, New England. I do too. I do too. Um. Oh, speaking of the Falcons. So you know I've been I've been a little upset with your Falcons. Okay, why is that? Since, since that Super Bowl debacle we all lost. Oh week, man! <laughs> uh, what, 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 what the Falcons? What 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 they gonna do, bro? Because on paper, I mean they they they're a good team, bro. Like what what why can't y'all get it together, bro? Um, that's a very good question, bro. Because. I mean, you said everything. On paper, we have everything. I mean, we've even shown on the field that we have everything. And like you said, we we had the Super Bowl. We literally had it. And and who just gave I, that I never get that. Y'all was up in the first half, and I was I was at Kendall's house mm-hmm. watching the Super Bowl. And Kendall was rooting for the Patriots. I'm talking good shit. I I'm mean, not, I'm not I'm inviting him to anything else ever again. You just told me he was rooting <laughs> for the Patriots against the Falcons, bro. I'm <laughs> Good shit to the nigga, bro. Like, oh, y'all suck. Brady ain't. Sh-. And then slowly but surely, I'm sitting there watching Brady just go to work. Bro, I'm like, bro. why they not running the football, bro? Like, bro, oh. what's funny is I have I have saved Snapchats. That's how old that shit was. I don't even fuck with Snapchat no more. I have <laughs> saved snaps. I was at my homegirl house. She she always threw like kickbacks for sporting events. Man, we okay. probably had sixty people in her crib going crazy and like in each snap you just see the progressive letdown we it, lit it was just, we super lit silence what bro, the fuck I, like <laughs> it don't come up in my memories around super bowl i was yeah. on, i was on kindle as was talking yeah. shit bro yeah it felt so i'm like atlanta finally finna win one this yeah is, Big, like I yeah was, yeah this is for black bro. people they was playing bro, for black people all of us, I just watched this nigga Brady just slowly but surely pick my ass apart. Oh my god, 
Picked our ass apart, man. As much y'all, as I hate I'm still mad at y'all to this day. I, I give Low a hard time about it because the shit blew me. He man, was but hurt. you know, you know what, man? Like, I feel like we played good that game, but oh. Brady, Brady went ham. Brady went crazy. He was picking us apart, bro. I, and I, you know what though? I felt like y'all could have won that if y'all would have ran. Y'all were running the ball on them in the first half. Mm. I'm like, why don't they continue to run the ball more? You mm-hmm. on first down and first and ten, you are trying to drop back and <laughs> throw a forty yard pass. Why run the ball? Right, the ball. right, right. But man, yeah, man. At that point. So I, I don't, I don't know what's up with them, man. <laughs> I, 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 I don't, I don't have, the, I don't have the answers to that because every year I feel like, when I look at our roster, I'm like, yo, Atlanta's tough, tough to fuck with, man. I don't see too many teams. I mean, really y'all came with. out and beat New Orleans like it won shit, and then yeah. went out and lost to somebody weak the next week. That's what mm-hmm. you never know with the Falcons, bro. You never know who's gonna show up to play. But I feel like that, like that's football, though. True. Like football is so unpredictable, man. Especially at the pro level, because everyone's just so good, bro. Like, I feel like college is a pipeline. You know what I'm saying? The good players don't go where they go. But the NFL, man, everybody's just... fast. Everybody's yeah. strong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's yeah. real. And we got the best fucking receiver in the game, in my opinion. We have the most think, underrated receiver in the game. In my I opinion. think I think Calvin is really gonna have a good season this year. Yeah. Really gonna have this. I think he's gonna take a lot of a lot of weight off Julio. Um, I've always liked Calvin's game though. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. Alabama, I mean, his route running is just. And we need that. We need we need that that short to mid threat so Julio yeah. can get loose. You know what I'm saying? I feel like our quarterback is solid. Like people have been wanting to get rid of him for a minute. And I'm like, nah. You're not gonna find another. Like if if you got rid of Matt Ryan, who'd you get? Like seriously. Yeah, no one. Which I thought I thought the Falcons was gonna make a play on Cam. To be real with you. I, you know what? I, that crossed my mind too. I said they're gonna bring Cam in. Um, he's from Atlanta. He's from the city, so it's yeah. like it, it made sense. sense. But yeah, I don't think that means he passed on Cam, bro. I'm gonna be honest. And you don't have to pay him nothing. Like I think a lot of people um, shied away because they thought about you know how much he would want. But the man signed for the minimum. I mean, why? why I don't. I just don't. Five hundred K, bro. Five hundred K, bro, for one year. Five hundred K. And someone just and, and what's his name? Mahomes just signed a five hundred mil. Ten years. Five hundred million, bro. You know how much fucking money that is, bro. And so what they said was, I guess they structured his contract to where they still got wiggle room where they can mm-hmm. pay other players as well. Like that's scary, bro. Yeah, they spread it out. That's spread. It out. That's yeah. why. That's why they did the ten year joint. They're so all like, young. That's a, that's a young football team. Yeah, that's, man. Uh, Nico Hardeman is what twenty two. I think uh, 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 who else? Uh, uh, Tyreek Hill is like twenty six. I'm telling you I mean, right now, bro. I ever smell five hundred mil. I'm getting a room built in Follies. Well, never mind. Follies just closed. Magic City. They closed. <laughs> yeah, that's what oh. I heard. I haven't. I haven't what? researched it. Yeah. So so yeah. So yeah. Take that with a grain of salt because I still have to do the research on it. But yeah, someone told me they shut down Follies. Oh, no. Follies is my spot, bro. Oh, I love Atlanta, bro. I'm <laughs> always like, oh, I see me black people, the traffic. I'm like, bro, I love It's it. really not. And, and you know what's crazy? Because Chicago people say that to me. And I'm like, yo, fam, the traffic here is ass, too. Like, what are you it's talking about? Last year, bro. Like, so, it used to take me, bro, anywhere from my, from when I when I lived in Griffith to get to my job downtown. It could take me anywhere from an hour to two and a half hours to get to work. Oh, I know. 
I know you got you got on that climb, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> you got yeah. on that. Yep. Yeah. You gonna yeah. sit in traffic forever, bro? Yeah. That shit's trash. One day I'll take Stony. One day I'll take the damn Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Like it just you just never fucking know. It's it's horrible. So it's like, man, y'all, why do y'all hate Atlanta? Cause it's the same shit. Same shit, bro. They over. They. I love Atlanta, bro. <laughs> One of the friendliest places I've ever been in my life, bro. I would, oh, yeah. I, I'd rather take the traffic than deal with rude people and traffic, bro. Like, I don't want to hear that shit, bro. Yeah, man. You can never badmouth Atlanta around me. I don't care. The the, the biggest adjustment I, I, I had, man, moving from here to Atlanta is, like you just said, the rudeness, bro. It's particularly with black businesses. I'm just going to say it. Oh, my God. I'm just gonna say it. Like I, I don't understand why the fuck you have an attitude with me. I just want my food, fam. That's it. That's it. So and I see. Like you said, I this ain't something that like oh I just started supporting black businesses because of what's going. No, I've always gone out of my way to go to black businesses, and I think a lot of times we don't we don't put together a full plan. You know, mm-hmm. we, we, we have this idea. We have the money to open up. We want to open up a business, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think we go through all of the necessary steps yeah. in order to make sure it's, a, it's as accessible as it can be. For sure. So that's when you run in. I, it's no reason I'm in peak dinner time hours and I go to your restaurant and you're out of half your menu. Yeah. That, that shouldn't happen. I'm yeah. sorry. And if, if you take inventory the right way, that should never happen. Cause you're whether you think so or not, you're losing money. Yeah. Just by being open. If you yeah. don't have anything, why are you open? Right, 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 right. It, it makes it makes no sense. And then you let that customer walk out of the door. That's more money walking out of the door. So not only are you wasting money on electricity that you paying to be open, you losing that customer out the door. They may never come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you. I saw you rant about that on social media, man. I'm hot, bro. I I want. <laughs> I had I had a taste for some jerk, bro. I'm like, I ain't gonna say their names. I went to three different spots, and it all was out of shit. And I'm like, I'm I'm fed up at this point. Like I'm bro, trying. You listen, know. I got so triggered reading, reading your status, and I'm gonna tell you why, man. <laughs> like Chicago. You niggas with restaurants, y'all have something that y'all do here. That I've I've lived everywhere, bro. I was in the military. I've lived all over the U.S. Right. Chicago is very specific about one thing that drives me fucking nuts. What's that? These fucking restaurants who don't answer the phone. Oh yeah. Or leave the phone off the hook. So, oh yeah. So you get the little this call cannot be completed. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Message, man. I can't tell you how many times, bro, I've had the taste for something, man. And it's like, I know that place be, it be juking. Like, it's, it's packed. You know what I'm saying? So let me call my order in. Or I'm going to go pick it up or I'm going to try to make a reservation, whatever the case right. may be. And you don't get a fucking answer. Bro. And you ride by there. What do you know? They're open. They open. Just not taking phone calls. Not taking phone calls. Shit drives me fucking nuts, a, a bro. A lot of times I, I think they're understaffed, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so they just, I, I guess that's how they try not to, I don't know. They just take the phone off the hook. I, same thing happened. I, I would have went to four places had they had answered the phone. I tried to call the other one in when I was at outside the other restaurant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Call, I'm calling and your call can't be completed this dial. Phone off the hook. So I, I went through that yesterday, man. I won't, I won't name the place. I'm not going to shit on any black business on, on a public forum, but I called them like, Five times in a row, same message. 
So I was like, you know what? Because I was on Google Maps when I, where I got their number. And okay. they had a website. So let me just go to the website. Maybe they have a, a, a pickup online. And they had that. Right. So I'm like, yo, why not just install, why not just make an answering service that says, yeah. hey, we don't accept phone calls. If you would like to make a reservation or call in for a pickup, go to our website, blah, 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 at whatever.com and put in your order. Because I, st- I did end up ordering from the place when I saw that. But it's like, damn, if I just did, didn't happen to be on Google Maps, you lost your business for the day because I was going somewhere else. That's my thing. That's so, my thing. Oh, man. We, we, I, like I said, I don't. And then I think I think a, a big thing that people people all oh, your you can't bash black business. No, we're I feel like we're allowed to hold each other accountable. For sure. For sure. Nothing 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 wrong with that. If something needs to be done better, if I need to do something better, tell me. I'm not one of those people like oh why you down me. Nah, if I'm doing some shit I don't, I shouldn't be doing, let me know. Yeah, or if yeah. I want something better, you know, let me know. Because at the end of the day, the overall quality of my service is what's important to me. So let me know what I need to do better. And that's it. I, I think black people feel like we can't like talk to each other like that. Like we, you're down. Yeah, it's, it's because we, we want to support. We want to put the money back in the community, yeah. man. Like actually it's crazy. I was having this conversation with my baby moms. Like okay. she, she, she's going through this phase now where she's only doing black business. She was like, like she's on this mission, bro. But she's the type of person that if she says she gonna do that shit, she gonna do that she's shit. Gonna do it. So she inspired me to, to do the same thing. But let me tell you something, niggas. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you something, niggas. Let me tell you something. Now, I'm going to be very, very honest. And to be honest with you, I don't give a fuck how you take it. Um, I'm not paying $50 for a fucking t-shirt with iron-on designs. I, I agree. I'm not. I'm fucking not. I'm, I'm like, I want to support you. I want to pay full price. Don't get it twisted. But don't piss in my cup and tell me it's lemonade. I agree. Like, this shirt... Okay, twenty five is a stretch, but I'll pay twenty five. I, I I can do that. I might drop thirty, but you're I, not charging. I've done me, it. <laughs> but you're not charging me fifty, bro, for this shit that you stuck in the little presser, closed it, and then ironed the goddamn logo on there. I'm you're not. not doing you're I'm not, not with it. with this with these Hanes quality T-shirts that's gonna shrink once I put it in the dryer. I'm not doing it. I refuse. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I I am a, a snob when it comes to the brand of the T. I know. I yeah. deal with merchandise. Now, I know what shirt's quality and what's not. I know oh. how these shirts. Oh, I'm not. I'm not going, bro. I, I refuse. I refuse to do it, bro. I'm not gonna do it, bro. I yeah. don't. Especially it's like it costs you what six dollars to make the shirt. Yeah. I know how much them shirts cost, bro. No, I'm not. I'm not doing. It, bro, bro, get your, doing it. by all means get your profit. Get your fucking profit. Listen, you can even throw a couple of dollars on the shipment extra on the shipping because i get it like you got to get your profit right don't piss in my cup and tell me it's lemonade Bro. don't charge me 50 dollars on a t-shirt no. i'm not doing it and people say oh but y'all y'all run to the designers no i don't no, i don't I'm... i don't wear nothing no i'm i'm look i'm cheap like this is the eight <laughs> shirt it cost me 9.99 bro <laughs> hey like hear me out it oh, ain't yeah. so if i'm trying to spend my hard-earned money with you I just want to make sure I'm paying for quality, bro. Don't charge yeah. $50 for something. And look at like and look at successful brands, man. Like, like as you see right now, I'm wearing a God is dope shirt. You know what I I'm saying? I see their shirt everywhere. Yeah, every yeah. People wear it. It fits nice. The collar's not all dent. That's oh, that's one of my biggest pet peeves with shirts. Oh, the the the, the uh the chewed up collar. <laughs> bro. If I wash it after one time and my collar rolls up, I'm done with you, bro. I don't so, care. Um, 
so God is dope, man. Their shop was actually uh, three blocks from my old crib in Atlanta. They got a shop on Edgewood Avenue in Atlanta. Oh, okay. So, um, so yeah, when I moved here, man, you know, like I, I stay trying to rep the city. You know what I'm saying? Even though I'm not there anymore. So, so, so uh, they are, they're 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 Atlanta based. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're Atlanta based. I, I never knew that. I just, I see it everywhere. I just never knew where they were from. But even okay. them, bro, like even with their popularity and like, you know, they're, they're, I think they're mainstream. In my personal opinion, I could be wrong. But in my opinion, I, I think they're mainstream. I see their shirts everywhere, literally. Okay. Everywhere. This shirt right here, $5.99. Are you serious? God is dope. They do a sale at least once a week. They call them flash sales. Well, they'll sell their shirts between $5.99 and $8.99. Now, granted, I've paid full price for their shit. I've paid the $20.25 bucks for the T-shirt. Right. But when they had these flash sales... Bro, I'll, I'll cop in bulk and I'll get something for myself, my kids, my girl, yeah. like whatever. Like, like niggas, stop trying to overcharge to make up for it, man. Like if if, if you have something, man, if you have a, a brand and it's saying something different, it's yeah. unique and it's dope, like people are going to buy it. You don't have to charge motherfuckers $50 for no fucking t-shirt, bro. Yeah. But you, you know what I think it is sometimes too, bro? I think a lot of times we tend to be impatient when it comes to a process. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have this idea where we want to um, we want to start a business. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't put together a plan. We don't um, take into account the overhead and all the money it's really going to take. So once we, you know, get the business rolling, we realize, oh, shit, we need to charge X amount of dollars to try and make our money back. Otherwise, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of times they end up getting stuck with, oh, I got to jack my prices up because I got to make my money back. I, I always, always, I listen to, I watched the Kevin Hart interview on The Breakfast Club a few years ago, and he made a really, really good point, which I think a lot of black people need to hear. Um, he was saying, like, um, you know, in anything you want to do as far as entrepreneurship, you got to be comfortable with not making money the first two years, three years. Yeah, no, that's real. You got to be comfortable with, all right, I know I'm not going to make no money right now, but in two to three years, this is going to work. I think people that go into business think, it's gonna hit right away. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's not realistic. It doesn't nah, work. Man. It takes it takes a level of patience. That's why you shouldn't you shouldn't go into business with something you don't love doing. I have two examples of this. I'm gonna give you, and uh, hopefully okay. the, the podcast can pick up on some game. So 2015, 2016, I ran my own business. Okay. I was completely independent. Uh, I was building uh, websites and apps. Okay. For clients. So the thing about the app business, uh, it can be lucrative. Mm-hmm. But it can also like not be, you know what I'm saying? So right. I'll have a $20,000 a month. I may go the next three months with zero. You know what I'm saying? I may go the next three months with 3000 I'm going to may go the next month with 800 You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it forced you to put it in perspective. Now, here's the thing. I stopped that business because I didn't love it. I'm good at it because it's what I studied. Right. I don't I don't love it. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't love going back and forth with customers about what they want, what they said they want, what they got. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't want it's just a lot of shit I didn't like about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So here with the podcast, my second example. Uh something I love doing. Like I talk shit. It's whatever, it's what I do. Yeah. So I actually um after my first few episodes, I demonetized my podcast. Okay. So um I could get money off of this, but it's like, you know, for one, I hate ads. Oh God. So yeah. Yeah. So so you want me to stop my free flowing conversation that I'm having right now with Sunny Trill to sell some fucking boxers. Mm, Maybe, but what are you paying? 
and $25 every 200 impressions, like, no, fuck out of here. No, I demonetize the shit. Okay. So because I love it, because I love this and I will gladly do this for free for the rest of my life. Yeah. When you do come to me, you got to talk real money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that Joe Rogan shit. I need that hundred mil. I, I, <laughs> I, I need, agree. I need that hundred mil. Like, if, you, if because Joe Rogan, he slapped all them hoes at the beginning of his podcast, but they, they, they opening up that Brinks truck for Joe, for Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? And that's, and if, and then when I do get to that point, that's how I do it. I'm either gonna throw it all at the beginning, or all at the end. The way these advertisers get you now is they want you to put it in the middle. They want mm-hmm. you to catch people when they they really into it, so you know they won't cut it off. Yeah. Nah, nah. I'm doing it like Rogan. No, it's, and again, you know, going back to music, I mean, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't tell you how many times, you know, I get emails from people that, that want a certain type of song or this is, oh, I'll, I'll pay you X amount of dollars. Like, I don't move like that anymore. I just, it's just not, it's not worth it. It's not fun. I didn't, I didn't get into this to, to necessarily make money. I just, I like, I'm good at what I do. Mm-hmm. And if I generate revenue from it, cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I never, it was never my goal to get rich off music. I always wanted to um, be well enough where I can, you know, make an impact on the community, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think you can tell, like, who loves it and who doesn't. Mm. You can tell. We, we talked about how, you know, August, you know, did the thing with Jada or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, to sell, right? Like, you can tell who really loves this shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you really love it, you don't, you don't make moves like that, you know? I feel like fans respect that too, man. Cause like, like me, I, I, I love seeing it. Yeah, like me, like personally, man. Like I love, I'm a Chris Brown fan. Chris oh. Brown, I see niggas complain about it and say what you will. Chris Brown doesn't have to give you niggas 40, 40 song projects. He doesn't. It does nothing for his contract. It does nothing for his overhead. It does nothing for his profit margin. Like that's someone who loves his fucking art, man. And as a fan. I love that he loves his fucking art. Like yeah. J. Cole, like I was fucking on J. Cole's SoundCloud when J. Cole just used to drop songs on SoundCloud, not making a fucking penny off of it. Like I got all that shit, the fucking any given Sunday mixtapes, the Bruh. the truly yours mixtapes, like shit nobody talks about, like that he was just yeah. putting out there for people. Like, man, as a fan, like we appreciate artists who's in love with their art. Yeah. I mean, too, like I said, at the end, I've always, I've always said that the people that really love doing what they do, they're the mm. ones that stay around for a long, long time, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, 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 the people that go out for the money and they chase the bag, they end up fading away because eventually that bag fades away. Your love for something will never go away, bro. That's something you can always fall back on. And oh, I always that's real. People that love it. The money will come. The money will be there. If you really mm. love what you do and you work hard, you're passionate. The money will be there. Yeah, I'm a yeah. firm believer in that. That's why I never tripped on like missed opportunities that probably weren't good for me anyway. Like, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. Love what you do, bro, it's gonna be there. Pod, pod, the same thing. I, I, I think uh, Joe Budden is up for uh, they got during the contract year or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell. It, I, I, I listened to an old episode and they were talking about how they started. Mm-hmm. That was some shit they love to do. Sit and yeah. talk shit. And it just ended up being this. And as yeah. soon as it started to get too much, he, he'll quickly say no. You know, he did it with complex and everyday struggle. This ain't what I wanted to do. I'm out. Simple yeah, I, I know. I know. At one point, he turned down. I can't remember the exact number. I think it was like three or five mil. Like he turned he down. He turned down a cup. A cup before. I think before they settled in with Spotify, mm-hmm. they turned out quite a few contracts. Mm-hmm. Like 
no, we're not doing that. You know? Yeah. I I aspire to get to that point in life. Uh, same, bro. And, and it's it's funny you say that, man. <laughs> like, I have to be so careful because Joe Rogan and Joe Button, man, like, I don't look up to many people in life. The one person in life I've ever looked up to is Kobe Bryant. Okay. The next two dudes after that are Joe Rogan and Joe Budden. Like, that's so fucking weird to me because, like, I wasn't the biggest Joe Budden fan of his music, which I liked his music, and I always said that he was a super dope MC to me. Oh, his yeah. Shit, his shit just depressed me. I'll keep it 100. Oh, <laughs> so I, I, yeah, so I had, to, I had to pick and choose how I listened to it. As far as Joe Rogan, you know I do comedy. Uh, yeah. I've always respected Joe Rogan as a comedian because I don't feel like he's naturally the funniest dude, but I feel like his writing is so elite when it comes yeah. to how he writes his comedy. But um, I have to be careful because when I listen to these niggas, man, it's like I'll start to sound like them or, or sound like I'm trying to sound like them. You know what I'm saying? But it sucks because like, fuck the podcast. As a fan, I yeah. love listening to that shit. Yeah. And, and, and Joe Rogan, uh, I'm going to be real. I patterned the model of this podcast after Joe Rogan. Really? Yeah, like that. That's that's why I was a whole. It was an interview based podcast. But the thing that the issue I have with Joe Rogan is, I feel like Joe Rogan is uh, he's really safe uh, oh, as yeah. far as as leaning on any side of any social issue. Uh, so I wanted to do what he does, but for black people. I want to bring yeah. black people of interest on a podcast. People who are doing something interesting in life to let you know that you ain't gotta pick up a mic, you ain't gotta dribble a ball, you ain't gotta sell a drug, you ain't gotta sit in a cubicle. Like it's it's, it's plenty of ways to be successful. So that was the initial point. Um, the reason I decided to bring you on and try to and try to evolve the podcast is uh, it's hard to get guests. That's especially since I, I tailor it to mostly only black people. You know what I'm saying? Like I wanted more yeah. only black guests, so it's hard to get guests. Uh, then quarantine happened. Yeah. But for two, I love the Joe Ro Joe Budden podcast because yeah. it's the exact opposite of Joe Rogan in where it's just friends conversating. Yeah. yeah. So bringing you on, man, I guess is, is my way of trying to trying to create my own style of podcasting, like yeah. having the best of both worlds and doing us at the same time, man, let's putting people on the information, keeping them entertained, you know, shit yeah. like that. And this is organic because this is what we do every day anyway. For sure, for sure. Our group chat, our group chat, always some wild. Our group chat, uh, this, this is what we do anyway. <laughs> um, but again, like I said, going back to when, you, like I said, when you do what you love, good things always gonna happen. Mm -hmm. when, you, mm -hmm. when you put the work in and, and, and you stick to what you, it's, it's it's gonna happen, bro. And and like I said, I, I look at you know, like I said, with Joe and uh Joe Budden and Joe Rogan, um, they do things their way, and that's that's what I yeah. I aspire to get to, you know. Yeah, I'm for sure. Where I can turn down a certain amount of money and I can just do what I love and it'll, it'll pay off in the end, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Plus, man, I feel like, uh, with me and you, like it's, it's two it's two demographics, right? Cause you know, you're the artist. Yeah. You know, I'm the comedian slash professional guy, you know what I'm saying? So it's, yep. it's, it's, you know, I feel like we, we, we broaden our demographic in that way. Oh, definitely. And, um, Hopefully, man, people people get something out of listening to listening to us, man. I yeah. hope so, man. I, I, I try I try my best to you know put as much knowledge out there as I can. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Whether they want to listen to it, you know, that's on them. But so now, niggas ain't got I, shit I else to do. Like, I learned I learned a lot from just listening to you. Um, the last few episodes, just yeah, the mental health episode, you know, really really hit home for me because 
I just I really think it's important that we start talking about you know mental health and, and especially in the black community because it's so much trauma and it's obvious. It is. It the is. Last month and a half, we've seen how much trauma the community really deals with. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that's that's always something that 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 needs to be put out there. It's a message, and I'm gonna continue to push. Um. Obviously, you do that too. So. Yeah, and that's what's um. Uh... That's also been why I really wanted, like I said at first, just bring people on who know shit about this, know stuff about shit that I don't know nothing about. Yeah. And and what's 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 funny about um about that particular guest, man? Like I've known her for years. Like I, I've met her in college, so I've seen her her journey from being a college student to becoming a therapist, and right. um, yeah, bringing people on like like that, I feel like it's more valuable than anything else. Like you said, just the whole mental health aspect, man. Like we come from a culture where. You know, we're taught, you know, as black men, hey, man up, get over that shit. Yeah, you, you be all right. You tough, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you don't say like, bro, I'm I'm, I'm diagnosed PTSD and ADD. So, but, you know, in, in my upbringing, it's like, boy, ain't nothing wrong with you. Focus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. no. Nah, it's some truth to both sides, though. That's the thing, though. That's the that's the thing that they like, that, that can get that can get lost. So I'm not shitting on either side because it's like now, like, I do have to be aware of my mental health, but at the same time, I'm a grown ass man. Like shit got to get done. Yeah, yeah. No, I said it's a, it's a healthy balance. No, no, I yeah. agree. It's yeah. definitely a healthy balance because I I think with with um mental health being more of a, a topic these days, sometimes people may tend to try and use it as as a crutch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, not not saying everybody does it, but I can see it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Um, in certain people and um they'll kind of lean on that a little too much yeah um, i always look at people who aren't trying to get help you know they say they have they suffer from such and such such and such but they don't really do anything about it so sometimes i wonder if you know they're trying to lean on it or if they really do need help and they're they're, they're asking for it yeah um, and, and that's and that's important and, that, and that's that's the dope thing about about paris who was on the show is Paris, like, I don't know if she get mad at me for saying this, but she works with people. She understands that, like, hey, man, it's it's life. You may not have the extra bread to put into such and such. So I know she works with people, you know what I'm saying, depending on their situation. You know what I'm saying? God, I hope she don't kill me for saying that. But, you know, it, like, there are people out there like that, that, that'll work with you. I know me being a veteran, like, I can go to military one source and get my, my therapy paid for. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... Yeah. It's shit out there, man. It's shit for black people. It's a lot of stuff out there for black women right now. Black women, do your research, man. It's, it's plenty of tools available for you mm-hmm. in everything. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, that's that's the main point of it, man. Yeah, no, that's a lot. Of, like I said, a lot of resources out there. Let's take advantage of them. You know what I'm saying? For <laughs> sure. Because, uh, sure. so, but I appreciate you, uh, you know, allowing me to be a part of this. This is something that I've always wanted to do. Um, it's something I, I, I low-key didn't realize I do every day yeah. um, between the group chat and then my interactions in the studio and things like that. So, um, to be able to have a platform where I can come out and, you know, voice my opinion and just talk about things, you know what I'm saying? Things that I may not be experienced in. You obviously have a lot of experience being in the military, which is why I always like having friends in the military. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, they travel so much. They've got a lot of perspective and I mean, you can just learn a lot from them. You know, yeah, I got yeah, yeah. guys I work with that were in the military. I've learned a world of knowledge from them. So mm-hmm. um, I just want to continue to bring good content, um, you know, inform people, have fun too at the end of the day. I mean, like I said, this 
something I love to do. So at the end of the yeah. day, that, that's what it's about for me. So yeah, we're gonna have a lot of fun, man. I, I, I don't have my I don't have my main shit talking hat on today, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna happen, I, man. I, I, I can't. The, the first time I came ready for that. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little chill today, man. I normally just go off my vibe, and normally it takes me saying some wild shit. But I guess yeah. I'm just chill today. <laughs> but nah, man. Uh, appreciate appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, you have anything in the works for music coming out? Uh, music wise, I got a couple things I'm working on. I'm working on an album right now. Uh, mm. I'm not trying to rush it right now, to be honest. Uh, with this pandemic it's really hard to just get out there and promote and do the things i want to do yeah, but, yeah, yeah i mean as far as like music i got probably over 50 60 songs that i gotta oh, wow yeah i got a lot a lot of music um the process of just cutting down everything and trying to find the best 11 songs is really mm -hmm. really hard but yeah. i got like a lot of in-studio footage i was gonna put out and show people like my process and how i record and that sounds cool I'm gonna start putting out a lot of those videos uh, probably next week in the next few weeks. So I'm really excited about that. Where guys can get a like inside look at you know what I've been doing you know since everything went to shit. So yeah, yeah man, nah, that's that's super dope, man. Yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll be looking forward to that, man. Oh, definitely. Yeah, as I'm far excited. as my. As far as my comedy, I don't know, bro. I don't trust clubs yet, so. <laughs> you know what's funny? I got invited to a comedy event, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. yeah. My homie, but uh, I'm a little, is it outdoors? Is it a patio? Yeah. Uh, I, th I thought about, I'm going to be real, bro. I thought about doing the Michael Che, bro. I thought about, I thought about grabbing a speaker and a microphone and going setting up somewhere downtown and just talking shit for like two hours. I, I, I hey, really let me know. I'll pull up. <laughs> I really I thought about it. Yeah, I mean, I could. I, I, that, that feels safer to me than being in a club, to be real with yeah, you. Yeah, if it's outdoors, I'm comfortable. Yeah. If it's indoors, circulated air, nah, I'm cool. I, <laughs> I ain't really feeling that right now. But I, I think it's important you get out. I think comedians are the most important people right now. For everything yeah. that's going on, like, comedians are the voice right now. I, you saw Dave Chappelle's special. Yeah, um, man. God, I thought that was really important. I, I really think... Um, we need to hear more from comedians and rappers right now, to be honest, because yeah. comedians have always had like a political voice, whether people think so or not. If you go back yeah. and look at a lot of comedians, they've always had a a, a voice. Um, so I think it's I think this is y'all time right now. Like that's why I ain't really put out. Yeah, nothing. well, I mean, I mean, on both fronts, man. I feel like both rappers and comedians, man, we're like the narrators of our time, man. Like, yeah. I feel like if you really want to get to the nitty gritty, like, yeah, history book is cool. Like, I'm not shitting on that, but like, listen to a comedian. Like, he gonna really tell you what was going on during that time period. No, no, that that is real facts. That is yeah. real facts, bro. I think, like I said, it's important right now that um we 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 have a voice because. We're not gonna get none from the news. The news is, you know, the news. Oh my god! Man. Oh my god! It's so much misinformation being put out there. The artists and the, and the, and the comedians; those are the ones that are gonna tell you the story. So it's yeah. important, both you know. And to you, uh, you news, you news guys out there, man, you journalists and everyone else who's really like that—that's that's your profession. We need a black news network, man. Yes. We need it. We need it. We need it. Like if you have dreams and aspirations of having your own network. Put it out there. Put it out there. Yeah. We we need it because so much stuff is being covered, man. It's it's getting to the point now, man, where I I literally feel like I learn more. I'm gonna get shit on for saying this. I don't give a fuck. I learn more on social media than I do on the news. And and you can ask anyone in my house. You're not bro. alone. 
Everybody is though. <laughs> oh, you can ask anyone in my household, uh, no. Sonny. Like when I wake up in the morning, I turn on the news. When I first start working, I turn on the news. Like I see what's yeah. happening. And it's the same shit. It's just no. It's just no. You learn more from social media than you do the news, bro. No, that 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 is honestly. I don't think you're the only. Everybody does, bro. Mm-hmm. Everybody reads the articles that that you see on Facebook or like it's it's not just you. Every yeah. I, I honestly think that's the new news source. In my it opinion, is. I don't it think is. people are turning on the TV watching the news anymore because it's it's a recycled message. You're getting yeah. up to date updates on things like that on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like I said, it's it's the new news source. Nobody's, I I ain't heard nobody say, yeah, I was watching CNN the other day. <laughs> no, I saw this Facebook article on Facebook. That's what I hear. I I don't I yeah. don't know anybody that just turns on the news. I used to, but not anymore. Yeah, no, I, I do, bro. And the thing that's crazy is a lot of times I find more information in the ticker than I do in the actual program. So like yeah. I'll see something come across on the ticker and I end up Googling the shit. You yeah, know what Google, I'm saying? Yep. Like yep. same thing with social media, like because you know you can't trust everything on social media. So I'll see someone exactly. post something, it's like, ah, let me look into it real let me quick. Go, yeah, let me go search. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's an old article three years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. sometimes like I, I fuck up because I uh I'll share something I've seen, but I don't share it to share it. I share it because It'll make me look at it later. <laughs> I, get, I, get, I get killed for that. Like, man, why are you posting? That's three years. I'm yeah, like, oh, yeah. I just want to remember it, so I read it later. Like, it's not. Yeah, yeah bro. you know, you got some Facebook snobs, bro. That just they come on your post that attack you. You ain't heard from them in years. Like, bro, where suck you come my from? dick. Fuck the niggas. Bro. Uh, <laughs> bro. <laughs> uh, bro. I, hate, I hate judgy ass people. I man. gotta put. And I, it's crazy. I gotta put this claim. Like, I'm not gonna argue. Like, look, I'm saying this. <laughs> I don't want to argue. Sure enough, here comes somebody trying to argue. Like, bro, I'm not gonna do this with you, bro. Like, I'm not gonna sit. I don't have time. I don't yeah. have time to go back and forth with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, well, you know, I like. I put on my on my last status, man. Like, yo, in this post, your own risk. I'm blocking the shit out of people today. I'm just be that. real. I don't have time, bro. Yeah. And it be people that don't even aren't even educated enough to debate me, bro. I I hate to be that guy, but like, bro, if you don't pick up a book or you you no, bro. We yeah, not, we I'm gonna not. be real with you. If you give me more than six sentences, I'm not reading it. Yeah. <laughs> I got time for this shit, sentences, bro. You feel you hurt, bro. That ain't got yeah. me, bro. That shit is personal. I'm gonna let you deal with what you got to deal with. I'm out, bro. Yeah, I'm not reading this oh. shit. I'm gonna read your first two sentences, and I'm gonna give you a response based on that if I feel like it. Whenever they start, with, I find it funny how I'm like, oh, I ain't uh, all right. I find it no, funny how I'm not gonna read this motherfucker too. Not, not gonna read that. <laughs> well, alright, brother man. Hey, appreciate you. Welcome to the show. Appreciate I look forward you. to big things, man. And we're gonna start doing this, uh, this in person. Uh, honestly, probably when I move, man, because I was gonna use the studio, but uh, I'm getting a bigger crib. Uh, oh, word? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're moving next month, so uh, we'll have a, we'll have our own uh, studio room, bro. Oh, we'll stay less. I'm yes, sir. I, I'll make sure I bring a bottle to Chris in the, You know what I'm saying, Chris? Yeah, yeah. All that. I need all that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, everybody, man, be safe out there. Keep up the good fight. Let's arrest the cops who murdered Breonna Taylor. Please, and man, do don't not, be distracted. Do not let that die down, please. Yeah, do not be distracted, y'all. Have a good Absolutely. one. Absolutely. All right, bro. Well, uh, 